top of the morning to you folks and welcome back. It is currently Thursday, April 9th, and you are listening to the five minute drill brought to you by L5 Media. As usual, Sammy and I are honored to be considered your co-host. So thank you for tuning in again, but let's go ahead and get started. In today's episode, you can look forward to a brief conversation on the presidential race and the election in general, as well as a quick update on the virus. And we'll go ahead and wrap things up with a brief discussion on how governments and businesses are reacting to this pandemic. So, Simi, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Yeah, sure thing, Darian. So yesterday we found out that Bernie Sanders has officially dropped out of the 2020 race as he was about 300 delegates behind Joe Biden, which does leave the former vice president as the Democratic Party's presumptive nominee for this year's presidential election. Oh, boy. Looks like it's mano e mano now, Simi, and I feel like I should break out my dramatic announcer voice for this one, but I'll go ahead and spare the listeners this time. Anyways, from a broader perspective, looking at the election in general, yesterday we found out that New York residents will be able to request an absentee ballot this June, and this is really just another preventative measure in light of the current pandemic, Simi. Yeah, and speaking about the pandemic, the U.S. officially passed 420,000 coronavirus infections while the death toll rose above 14,000. Unfortunately, this means that there have been more deaths from COVID-19 compared to the entire 12-month span of the H1N1 pandemic, according to the CDC. I appreciate the quick update, Simi. It's definitely, definitely some dismal news, but nonetheless, I think it's necessary for our listeners to stay informed on where we stand. And right now, we're starting to see the conversations surrounding this pandemic start to shift toward a more forward-looking perspective. And people are really beginning to question when the U.S. government will start relaxing social distancing guidelines now that we've seen a handful of European governments begin that process. At this point, there's been a lot of discussion suggesting that it will be a gradual process. We will most likely see factories resume production far before people will be allowed to gather at things such as restaurants, bars, or sporting events. Yeah, and I think gradual is the right way to look at it because the U.S. is still trying to take precautions. Matter of fact, the U.S. is actually prohibiting mask and glove exports for the next 120 days as infections and demand for protective equipment rise. However, FEMA, also known as the Federal Emergency Management Agency, has the ability to make exceptions and grant explicit approval when it deems necessary. Well, since you went ahead and got the ball rolling for me on this whole restrictions trend, I'll go ahead and follow suit, Simi. Yesterday, we saw Democrats give a little bit of pushback on the GOP's proposal to offer more aid to small businesses. And in particular here, Democrats are looking for a broader plan that includes about $100 billion in aid for hospitals, as well as about $150 billion in aid for local governments. And that's all on top of the further stimulus for small businesses that Republicans are currently advocating for. In another news, today is an important day for oil as OPEC, Canada, and Russia will be video conferencing to discuss an agreement on production cuts. And just to add another incentive to get the deal done, President Trump has suggested tariffs on imported oil if the oil-producing countries cannot come to an agreement to reduce the amount of crude oil available in the market. Well, apparently Saudi Arabia is focusing its efforts on other opportunities right now rather than engaging in a dispute with Mr. Trump. According to the Wall Street Journal, Saudis have used about $1 billion of their public investment fund to invest in four major European oil companies and are expected to continue investing in stock purchases that the country perceives as undervalued due to this recent crude oil crisis, Simi. And I think this makes a good transition. Is there any chance you could give us a quick update on how crude oil and the markets in general did yesterday? 
It was a really good day for markets. We saw the Dow Jones and the S&P 500 both rise about 340 basis points, while the Nasdaq rose 260 basis points. Oil prices surged about 6.2%, and Treasury yields rose for their third consecutive day, and now they currently sit around 76 basis points. I knew I could count on you to be my go-to markets guy again, Simi, but I'll go ahead and cap things off today with some talk on WeWork, your personal favorite. I know it, and no... It's not good news, as I'm sure you were expecting, listeners. Yesterday, WeWork announced that they will not be paying rent this month as the company tries to find a way to continue to cut costs. You know, Darian, I can't remember the last time I heard something going well at WeWork, but anyhow, today's enduring question is going to be a tough one. If you had to quarantine with one of the five-minute drill co-hosts, who would you choose, Darian or yours truly? Now, I know you may have to spend a lot of time pondering this tough decision, but please let us know who you choose by tweeting your choice at Up by Media and stop by our website to subscribe at upbymedia.com. And we will catch you bright and early Friday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. Mm-hmm.